You're listening to Play Callers. New episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Also, be sure to check out the Tiger's Den Podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Hello and welcome to Play Callers Episode 4. We got a good one coming your way this week with our very special guest, lifelong Auburn man, Auburn University graduate, head track coach and running backs coach of the football team, Coach Oliver. How are you doing on this rainy Saturday morning? Uh, doing good, man. It's all, Saturdays are always better after a win. So um, getting the region win last night and uh, waking up this morning to some college football should be a great day. That's awesome. Glad to hear. We're going to get right into some questions, if that's okay with you. Hey, I'm fine, man. It's y'all show. I'm just here as a guest. Roll on. <laughs> what did you think about the game last night? What specifically stood out to you? Um, you know, sometimes when you go to Montgomery, you worry about just the atmosphere of the game. You know, like pregame-wise, it's real quiet. Um, teams uh, tend to come into that stadium and sleepwalk a lot. Um, I know most of our fans may remember the last time we were there, you know, um, you know, playing Robbie Lee last year, but it's not like the Hoover game, you know. When we played Hoover there, you know, the AHSAA took over, so, you know, the place had a lot of glitz and glamour, but when you're playing on a regular Friday night there, um, the atmosphere can be kind of dull. So um, one of the coaches brought a speaker out from the locker room, um, and, and we you have to create your own energy, I guess, what I'm trying to say. Um, but I thought our kids, um, you know, they, they were themselves. Uh, you worry about sometimes playing down to your competition. So I was really proud of how our kids came out and attacked them early and everybody was focused in and we did we were able to create our own energy and go one and oh. It was a region game, so um it mattered. All the game matters, but uh it being a region game, um that, that made it more important. So uh we were able to get some things done, able to get some young guys in and get some great work, live work on Friday night, which is invaluable. Uh so I think I thought it went well. Yeah, congrats on the win. Uh I forgot to actually introduce my co host. I'm joined by Max Mesman and Reese Kinder. Uh Max, what question do you have? Uh so good morning coach. Uh, I was gonna ask first off, um so as a running backs coach we have a great running back room this year. What what would you say overall, like, if you could describe the running back room in, like, one word or, like, one sentence, what would you say overall encompasses this running back room this year? Well, good morning. Um, I, I, I agree with you. I think we got a really good running back room. Uh, selfless. Uh, I think our guys are mm. really good friends on and off the field. Um, they're each other's biggest cheerleaders when somebody else is in. Uh, that's just like last night, you know, when the game was at hand and, you know, we get a, speaking of unselfless, you got a guy like Mikhail Ammons, who's a senior this year, you know, he, he when it, it was his time to come in, you know, guys that play in front of him, like Tyus Flakes and Omar Mapson were, you know, just as excited to see him get in and get carries as if those two guys were in there. So, uh, family, uh, unselfish, uh, they really do pull for each other. Uh, we try to, you know, I tell those guys, you know, being a running back sometimes, 
you know, a lot of people do a lot of things for us to be successful. And, you know, those guys really buy into trying to be great pass blockers and things like that when it's time for them to, you know, be unselfish for other parts of the team. So um, that's what I would probably really say about our guys. They, they are unselfish with each other when it comes to each other. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, selfless is a great word, especially when you have a lot of great running backs in the same room together. And I wanted to go ahead and talk about just a couple a couple of those running backs. Uh, you mentioned Tyler Flakes. He had a great night last night. I saw he had gotten like a couple of 10-plus yard runs in the first quarter and throughout the game. Um, and then you also have Omar Mabson, who had a rushing touchdown, and now he has uh, scored a rushing touchdown in each of the last three games. How does that – Exact. How does their tandem work when it from a coaching and game planning standpoint for uh, those two players? I tell those guys we should never. They have to run. They have to be reckless all the time. When you are blessed with being able to have two quality guys like we have to be able to play, uh, there is no reason that we should ever have a snap where you're not going 100 miles an hour. Um, and, and and that's the way we try to coach those guys. Um. Yeah, Ty has been knowing Ty's for a long time. Um, I, I coached his older brother uh, back in the day when he was at Auburn High School. So um, uh, just, again, real unselfish guys. Um, they run hard, really good vision for both of them. Omar being the, the young kid, um, you know, has really picked up things really fast um, and has a really real bright future. Um Tyus, um, I thought he bounced back really well. Uh, we tried to rest him a bit last week coming out of the Enterprise game, and you can see his legs were really fresh early on. And we were just trying to, you know, get both of those guys in, get them some reps, um, and just really just keep getting lathered up for these next upcoming weeks when we got to really lean on them. So I thought they both did really well. Ties blocked really well last night. Also another one of those unselfish things. Both guys have good vision. Both guys catch the ball well out of the backfield. Um, so, you know, I tell them we're trying to be every down backs. We want to be able to block. We want to be able to pass protect. And we want to be able to run the ball and catch the ball well out of the backfield. Yes, sir. And then one more uh, player I would like to highlight before I bring in our other co-host, Reese Kinder, uh, is number two, Tremarcus Webb. He's the uh, senior transfer from Pike Road. He scored two rushing touchdowns in the Dothan game. I remember me and Taylor were actually there to watch the game, and great game, great co uh, great coaching and everything. Y'all, The team was great, showed a lot of heart. Um and I wanted to highlight him uh, because on our pregame show, I had him as our uh, as my player profile for special teams because he's a multi-positional player. He can play running back. He can play defensive back, wide receiver, kick returner, all that stuff. I just want to ask, how does that work like at practice from a coaching standpoint? Like, does he do all the position drills? Does he focus on some more than the other? Like, how does that work? Yeah, Trey Marcus is is a special breed. Um, you know, you guys may be too young to remember the slash. So back in the day, there was a guy that played uh, in the NFL. He played a little quarterback, played a little wildcat, and they used him at wide receiver. And that's kind of unheard of in, in the NFL. So they nicknamed him the slash. And that's what I think about when I think about Trey Marcus. Um, he, um, 
I think our coaches do a really good job as a staff. Uh, those are things that we try to get to the bottom of on Sunday, um, get a game plan down for him and all of our other players just to make sure everybody's getting what they need at practice. So he does work all positions at practice. Um, we do have special team, uh, two special team portions at each practice. So that's where he gets his special team work pre-game time, uh, pre-practice time. He'll get a little work at returning, catching some kicks and some running back stuff. Uh, we'll go sometimes, depending on what the practice structure is, he'll spend half of his time at receiver. Um, he may come do some inside work with the backs, and then he'll get some work with the DBs. And then when we're going seven on seven, he never leaves the field sometimes. You know, he's working yeah. both sides of the ball. Um, but uh, tremendous kid, uh, great attitude. Um, stamina is very high level. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen him just slumped over or anything like that and willing to do anything. You know, you think about all that stuff you just called out and all those things that he does. He always had a great attitude and ready to go in uh, whenever we need him somewhere. So uh, we're, we're happy to have Trey Marcus. Yes, sir. I mean, I heard you say the nickname Slash. I've also heard another nickname, uh, Cheetah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, he's, yeah, he's so fast yeah. and so, you know, so agile and so willing to work. And um, I would like to bring in my co-host now, Reese Kinder. Reese, what questions did you have for Coach Allen? Uh, good morning, Coach. Uh, what a great win last night, 46-0. to That was a very uh, big win for y'all. Um, Coach, uh, what do you feel like uh, – how do you feel um, about, like, you know, a running back that can catch the ball? Like, you know, do we have a running back that is able to get big uh, reception yards and uh, also run the ball at the same time? Absolutely. Uh, I think that's invaluable to your, to, to your offense when you got a guy that's versatile like that. Coach Wag is one of the best I've ever been around. Um, our offensive staff, Coach Johnson, Coach Chaney, uh, and Coach Bagwell, those guys come up with some very unique things in the passing game. And um, they put our kids in a great uh, position to be successful. But when you have a running back that can catch the ball in the backfield, it just – it just adds to what you can do offensively because you can mismatch those guys on safeties and linebackers. And when you got guys like we have that are really athletic, it's going to take a real special linebacker to have to come out of the box and have to um, guard those guys on the perimeter. So um, we work that every day. Um, you know, our running backs go through uh, pass catching drills just like our wide outs and tight ends. So, you know, it's not something new to us. Um, and, and, you know, we're not always the first option, but, you know, uh, Coach McKenna, who also coaches our running backs with me, we always remind our guys not to fall asleep, you know, and always be prepared, you know, when that quarterback needs to check down when we're not a first or second option. Yeah, we see guys in the NFL like, you know, Christian McCaffrey. We got Chuba Hubbard and a bunch of other running backs that are able to catch those screen passes and be able to get uh, big carries and uh, big yards during the game. You know, now in the NFL, you know, there's a narrative going on now where people feel like, you know, running backs are a dying breed. So, you know, that's something we preach where you want to be an every down back. You know, a lot of times in the NFL, you'll see them take a guy out on third down because either he can't pass protect or he can't catch the ball out the backfield. So, you know, those are things we're trying to teach our guys right now. We want to be on the field for all three downs because we can do all three phases of the things that they need running backs to do. Yeah. 
Um, but no, like what's, um, what's some motivation you give, uh, you know, like young running backs, you know, sometimes you see them fumble the ball or, you know, they get loss of yards. Just like, what's the motivation you'll give some of these guys that are young and, uh, this is their first year at the high school. As far as, you know, running the football loss of yards is our goal is to get three yards every time we get the ball. That's a good So goal. that, that, that three yards. Three yards every time we get the ball. That gets us to a fourth and one, if that's the case, and we feel good about that. Um, as far, and protecting the football, the ball is the game. I mean, I don't, I really don't know how else to put that. The football is the game. It, it is a main priority. Uh, that is something that we constantly yell from the sideline during practice. Uh, you know, protecting the football, ball security, ball security, ball security talking about high and tight wrist above elbows all the time. So we just constantly bark that stuff out, you know. Yeah. And when he, you know, when Omar first got up there, I called him rookie all the time. Rookie, 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 rookie. Rook, prove to me you're not a rookie. Prove to me you're not a rookie. And after the Hoover game, I don't think I've called him a rookie. <laughs> yeah. No, he's yeah. Omar Omar definitely he definitely looks NFL college material. He's he's a Dies for a running back, and he um, he's one of the best running backs I think we got, and we also have other good running backs too. Uh, but speaking of running backs, uh, last night, how do you think we ran the ball against Jag? I mean, I know Jag doesn't have the best defense, but uh, how do you think we ran the ball last night? Yeah, um, I, I thought we ran it well. I think we're starting to get better up front. I mean, all that starts with the offensive line. Yeah. So let's start there first. You know, I mean, we're only as good as the line is. I mean, we need people to block for us. I mean, even our quarterback, we don't, we can't do it by ourselves. And I think our offensive line is starting to get a little bit grittier with this new brand of offense that we're running right now. Um, they're they're starting to get their hats on people, getting their backs flat, and start moving some people up out of there. I thought Henry Allen did a really good job uh, week two, uh, trying to find his gaps. I think this week at practice. Um, he starts seeing things a little bit better, and that's that's going to add another dimension to us. So overall, as a group, I thought we ran it really well last night. We looked very physical, and that's what we're going to have to be moving forward. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks, Coach Oliver. But, uh, Taylor, do you have any questions for Coach Oliver? I don't yeah. Know. Um, I hope can hear. So in my oh, intro, I was talking about, like how how involved you are with the community. I just wanted to ask, how special is the city of Auburn to you? It's everything, man. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, can. I'm a product of Auburn City Schools. Um, I was I was born right here in this city. Obviously, um, things were a, a lot different back then. You know, I was. I was a Dean Road kid at that time. We didn't have all these newer schools. Um, you know, Drake Junior High School. Um, the old campus was my high school that I graduated from. So uh, Auburn is home to me. Uh, there's no, I mean, it had to be a super special situation for me to leave. Um, it, there's, there's nowhere else I want to be, man. I'm blessed beyond measure to be able to, coach at my high school you know I, I i was i was telling one of the other coaches that is from here like this school has been in three state championship games and you know even though we're still searching for that first one like i was a part of that you know i you know i, yeah. I was able to see I, I was here when 
Auburn University won a national championship. I was here to see some of the dark days and some of the glory days, and I wouldn't trade it for nothing, man. Um, um, you know, our mantra right now is playing for the A. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that been in my heart since I was born. So um, it is, it is, it's the best place in the world for me. So it, it is really special to see where this program is now and where this city is now and how different things are downtown. It's it's almost surreal sometimes to see where this place has come. But uh the, uh and where it's going, you know, where it's going. That that's yeah. exciting also. I can say for the three of us, we're glad that you're not planning on leaving for sure. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but I saw a news article uh that you won Teacher of the Year. Uh I can't remember what year it was. I think it was twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. Um, what do you have to say to the people like trying to give back to the community and the youth of the city of Auburn, just as you are right now? Just being yourself, man. Uh, that was that was a really cool moment. Um, uh, I was very excited to represent Rice Monroe Elementary School. Um, our resource staff. Uh, we got great administration over there. Our teachers and our students. Um, but you know what? What else was really cool about that? was being able to represent um, PE teachers and coaches. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. I think a lot of times people feel like, you know, as coaches that, you know, what we do during the day is just a buffer to get to practice. And don't get me wrong, I love practice. I love track meets. I love football games. But, you know, what we do during the day, you know, pays the bills and, you know, I know the guys that I sit next to up in that coach's office. There are some high-quality teachers in there, guys that actually care about students, guys that actually care about grades. Um, and to be able to represent that group um, was probably as special as anything else. You know, just to let people know that, you know, I don't go out and just roll the ball out every day. I actually try to add some content to things that I do. Um, I care about my students. I care about this city. I care about the future of this city and um, trying to do my part in, you know, raising up the youth. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're here to try to impact lives and I get to do it on a lot of different levels, you know, being an elementary teacher. So that's another thing that I love about being at elementary school is, you know, it's not just high school students all the time that I get to work with. So, you know, I like like try to trying to, you know, start with the foundation with the younger kids, and um, you know, we have a responsibility, man, and and you know, we I, I go out here every day and just try to do my job, you know, and and yeah, something. It's cool to get recognized for it, but if that never happened, it wouldn't stop what I do every day. That's yeah, awesome. Sir. Well, that's all the questions I have, Max and Reese. Y'all got any more? Uh, I just wanted to ask one more question because uh, Taylor talked about uh, you also being the head coach of the track team, which I just got to say, we've been, you know, great uh, your entire tenure as the head coach. And, I mean, I just want to say how awesome is that being able to coach two sports. And also another question is, would you say those two coaching jobs as the running backs coach and the track coach, do they like coincide? Do they help each other? Um, coaching track is, is, is awesome, man. It's, it's, it's been really fun. Um, you know, tons we, we have, a, I, I feel like 
I don't, I don't, I'm not good at talking about myself, but I feel like we have a pretty good program. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I feel like we do some really good things. I feel like we, you know, we have kids that get opportunities to, to go to the next level and, and learn a lot of things through athletics here at Auburn High School. Um, I had a great opportunity to learn uh, under one of the best in the business, and that's our current AD, Dan Norton. Um, who who passed that off to me? But um, we got a really good staff, and uh, we we I feel like we put a good a quality product out. Um, it helps in a way uh, as far as knowing the football players. Um, you know, being able to being able to get some of these guys out and 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 you know, because I've been able to watch them in football. But the other unique thing about track is um, that's another opportunity again for me. To do something different, and that's also work with yes, female, female athletes. Yes, sir. you know, uh, doing yeah, doing football season, you don't see that. So I, I think that is also great. Again, that's another demographic that I get to try to impact every day. Um, track is a little bit different on me mentally because the book stops with me being at the top. You know, yes, sir. a lot of decision making, a lot of fires and things to to put out. Um, um, you know, fundraising, parents, booster clubs, all those those things. So um, it can get a little stressful sometimes. Um, I can lean on other people doing football. So sometimes in track, it, you know, when when, it, when the buck starts with you is a little bit different. But uh, it's very unique. It keeps me busy year round. Uh, very thankful for my family, uh, my wife and my two kids for putting up with me being gone so much. But um, um, I have fun doing it, man, and, and they allow me to do it. So as long as they cool with it, I'm going to keep rolling. Yes, sir. Well, you do a great job. Thank you. And uh, that's all the questions I have. Reese, you got anything else? Nope. That's, uh, that's all the questions I got. All right. Well, that's going to do it for Play Callers Episode 4. We truly thank you, Coach Oliver, for your time and giving back to the community of Auburn the way you do and being a true definition of the Auburn man. Anything else you want to say to the fans, Coach Oliver? Hey, I appreciate you guys. Y'all y'all do a high-quality job. Um, fans, um, please pack out the duck Friday. Can't wait to be at home. I'm so excited to be at home. Um, so please come out to the game, uh, another region game. Um, let's pack it out and let's get a dub. Yes, All right, thank, well, you thank you for your time. Have a blessed rest of your week and an amazing Saturday today. You too. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. No you All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Play Callers. Be sure to check out our episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Also, be sure to check out our other podcast, The Tiger's End, where we dive into the world of sports. Be sure to check out those episodes coming out every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Thanks for listening.